Hello and welcome to My Favorite Movie Is, a podcast all about celebrating our favorite movies through fresh, positive perspectives from passionate movie lovers. I'm your host and fellow movie lover, Larry Freed, and you are listening to The Bonus Round, a fun spin-off segment from our main show in which we ask our guests a series of fun, sometimes silly questions in order to gain even more insight into their all-time favorite movie and why they love it. Questions like, which movie would you pair it with to make a double feature? Or if you had to have one quote from this movie engraved on your tombstone, which would it be? Or in the Monopoly edition of your movie, what are the six playable tokens? You know, the important stuff. This week's guest is Michael Tucker, the host and creator of Lessons from the Screenplay and the podcast spinoff Beyond the Screenplay. And his movie of choice is the initial installment in one of the biggest sci-fi franchises of all time. You know it. You love it. It's Star Wars. If you haven't yet listened to our initial conversation on Star Wars, in which we give you brand new insights into how Star Wars is both incredibly simple and incredibly complex all at the same time, uh, you should listen to that first. It's available on the show page on the podcasting app that you're listening on right now. It's also available on our website at mfmipodcast.com slash Star Wars. But for those of you who did your homework, I hope you like nerding out because that's exactly what Michael and I do on this week's installment of the My Favorite Movie Is Bonus Round. You want to go through this questionnaire, Michael? Let's do it. You want to do it? Let's do it. We have about 10 minutes left in this Riverside free trial. (laughs) Uh, They won't cut you off is what they say. Really? Do we do we make a a trench run of our own and and, uh, (laughs) risk it? Let's see. Uh, I don't um, Let's have fun with it. Um, okay, I'll go fast. Hopefully. It's just a bunch of fun questions about a movie to help uh, get to know you a little bit more and your experiences with the film a little bit more. If you could take one prop home with you from the set of this movie, what would it be? There's a lot to choose from. There is. Uh, can I take an X-Wing? Is that too big? An entire X-Wing. <laughs> Maybe a miniature? Maybe one of the miniatures that they yeah. use? <laughs> yeah, one of those. Or a lightsaber. I feel like that's or a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, that's is. I guess it would just be the hilt. Did they use? Right. Did they use like actual uh, beams of light or whatever? I don't think. I so. I think they had some weird like stick with like reflective tape to like make it wow. glow. The lightsaber tech has changed a lot over the years. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Plenty. What character in this film would you most like to have dinner with, spend an afternoon with? Probably R two D two, except. I wouldn't be able to know what he's saying. So. Not even a little bit. I feel like that might right. be a bit counterproductive to, <laughs> to this experience. Probably. But he's maybe the most interesting character in this movie. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Why, why would you say that? He does a lot. He's really driven. Like, he feels like he's maybe the most driven character in the movie. Like, <laughs> also C-3PO, I'm pretty sure, has more lines than Luke does. Like, C-3PO does a lot of heavy lifting. Definitely. He's in the movie for a whole extra 17 minutes than, than the Luke, Luke is. That's so interesting. What do you think R2-D2 represents in this movie? What, what do you think, as a puzzle piece in the film, where do you think he fits in? I really don't know. I've been, I've been trying to think about that, like him and C-3PO. And it's like, it's weird because he's a robot and you don't know what he's saying. But the way I feel about him almost is that like he's kind of Luke post-transformation. Like R2-D2 seems to have like the best idea of like, what's at stake and what needs to be done to like, Mm. like he's got to get the plans to princess Leia. And if he doesn't, the galaxy is going to like fall. So I feel like R2D2 maybe like knows what's up the most out of anybody, but like can't like talk and can barely walk and all that stuff. How ironic is that? 
He maybe has the most clear, singular desire in the whole movie. He can't even talk. It's kind of brilliant, honestly. It's kind of genius. It is. And then you have to use C-3PO to voice it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty great. It's pretty fun. Don't you call me a mindless philosopher, you overweight glob of grease. Genius. And C-3PO is kind of like, he wants to be involved, but he's scared out of his wits. And he's kind of struggling the whole time to sort of find out who he is in the whole thing. Oh my god! He the gets layers. tired because droids get tired. Apparently, also <laughs> like the, the droid mechanics are pretty complicated from the beginning. It's weird. Seems pretty, uh, pretty strange. Obviously, John Williams' score, iconic. Yeah. Do you have a favorite musical moment in the film? It's because like all of it. I feel like anytime the force theme comes on, the moment that that really struck me. It's maybe not my favorite moment, but when Obi Wan is explaining to Luke the backstory and the history and the clone wars and the Jedi Knights, that scene without any music could be pretty weird. Like the things that Obi-Wan is saying are kind of goofy and weird and it could just have a totally different tone. But when you bring in the John Williams score and like, you know, the force theme and all that stuff, it's like, I don't, it's, it's just so good. It makes the scene. I feel like when you talk about the force, you talk about the old days and then you have the John Williams score. It's like, oh, okay, we get why this is an important, meaningful thing. Even if we don't really know what the hell Clone Wars means and what happened in the backstory and stuff. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the force. The force? And the force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, it penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. Right. That's actually a very interesting answer. My go-to answer is always binary sunset. I mean, I just, I never, I never, it's great. I never get tired. I mean, that's such a boring answer, but like, I never get tired no, of it. It's because it's great. It is. It is great. And I, by the way, I didn't even realize what binary sunset meant for the first like three times I watched. <laughs> it was like, why is this called binary sunset? Then there's, oh, it's because there's two suns. There's two of them. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> If you were going to get one frame of this film uh, hung up in your home in a big old canvas, uh, which would you pick? I was thinking about this. Uh, I think it might be the opening shot with the Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer. You got the planet. You got the Corvette. I have it paused on screen right now. Like, I think it's just <laughs> it is like Star Wars in my head and I love it. And that's become a classic pan pan up, pan down or whatever. That, yeah. that started a whole thing. Started a movement. Yeah. Do you own any Star Wars memorabilia? I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah. Do, I, Do you have something for us that we could uh, show our audience? I yeah. have my purple lightsaber <laughs> right here. Oh, that's, that, that appears in um, your uh, LFTS video, The Fault in Our Star that's Wars, right. right? That's at the end of that? Yeah. The, yeah, the fantastic the VFX work. <laughs> this is an interesting question. Is there like a book or article or some other published work that you think would make for a great piece of like further reading like if somebody just watched star wars and they really liked it is there something that you would put in front of them be like you will appreciate it more if you read this you know the extended universe books i was kind of into right. as a kid but like maybe that doesn't exist or matter anymore but i remember really liking the corellian trilogy which was about han and leia's like children uh, and like learning to use the force more and that was really cool or play shadows of the empire or read shadows of the empire that was really cool too i'll take uh, video games as, a, as an answer yeah and, and there's a book to go along with the video games so yeah know. video games is probably actually easier for me but we'll say shadows of the empire which is a book and a game 
Interesting. Got some intertextuality going on. <laughs> Big fan of that. If you could have been a fly on the wall for one day of the production process, either pre, during, or post, which would it have been and why? I would love to be in the editing room when they were figuring out how to edit the trench run. I don't remember the details of it, but the gist of it, to my recollection, is that the scene wasn't working. And then George Lucas's wife, who was also the editor, was like, here, let me fix it for you. And <laughs> turned it into like one of my favorite sequences of all time. Uh, so I love to just like watch her like edit the trench run for the first time. Would be you want to know what she did, how she fixed it. Exactly. This is a really silly question. I know that Star Wars Monopoly exists. It obviously exists. Multiple versions of it exist. Yeah. But if you were creating your own version of Star Wars Monopoly, what are what do you make as the playable six tokens that players can choose from? Mm. Please feel free to to strongly vary from the from the games that currently exist, or don't. Yeah. Whatever you want. Okay. So six. The first three that came to my head were R two D two, C three PO. And then like Luke's land speeder thing. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. I think a snow speeder from Empire Strikes Back would be pretty cool. Slave One, Boba Fett's ship would be pretty cool. Oh, wow. So you're really you're really going deep in the ships and the... I mean, an X-Wing, I feel like, has to be another one. And yeah, yeah, X-Wing would be good. Just for your sake. Yeah, I guess I'm cheating also pulling from the other movies. That's also true, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll take it. I love it's like, no Darth Vader, no Luke. Mm-hmm. Get me that speeder. Mm-hmm. I need that speeder token. God, the speeder is so cool. It would slide around so satisfyingly (laughs) also on the board. 100%. That's a great answer. If you were curating a double feature with this film, what additional film would you program? And obviously, I'm going to put the caveat that you cannot pick another Star Wars film uh, in this (sighs) double feature. That's a little too easy. Fine. And in what order would Star Wars be first? Would Star Wars be second based on whatever that second film is? Is this a double feature just for myself, or am I like showing it to people? I don't. I don't know. It could be for anybody. It could be for you. It could be for other people. Whatever first comes to your head is the ideal double feature featuring Star Wars. Uh, this makes no sense, but like seven. I feel like. <laughs> so this is just Michael Tucker's day at Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Also, because like they're they're so far away from each other that like. Oh yeah. I just think it'd be really cool to be like, like these these two things are both movies. Like, experience the crazy range that is cinema. <laughs> we were talking about how Star Wars is such a movie, and yet Seven is also a movie too. Right. These are both movies. Can you believe it? It's what <laughs> I love. Yeah. Don't we love movies? Is there somebody that you would like to share Star Wars with yet that you haven't? Is there like a friend or is someone in your life or a future person, a hypothetical that you would love to watch Star Wars with one of these days? I mean, obviously, like showing it to the next generation, I think, sounds really exciting. My partner's brother just had uh, a baby. And so he's only like three months old. But like last night we were like, but like, when do we like kidnap him and like show him Star Wars? (laughs) Like, when is too soon? (laughs) When is too uh, well? You were two years old, so I think that's like right. That's the line on the day that baby becomes two years old. 
It's in Star Wars Day, baby. Let's do it. We're watching Star Wars. (laughs) That is so wonderful. I love that. (laughs) If you had to have one quote from this film engraved on your tombstone, what would it be? That's a really hard one. Because also most of the quotes that I know are like kind of funny ones. Like when Han is yelling at Chewie, like, get in there. I don't care what you smell. Um, That'd be weird to have on (laughs) a tombstone. That would be weird to have on a tombstone. You're not wrong. (laughs) Again, R2-D2 comes to mind. But like, I know you can't like (laughs) write the sounds. (laughs) Yeah, but there's like Maybe someday, you know what? Someday tombstones will have, be able to have like audio installed into them. And you can get a little R2-D2 bleep bloop. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what what point? Like, what point in the story, though, would you take from? I really like when he's arguing with C-3PO when they first get to Tatooine. And C-3PO's <laughs> like, we're going that way. And R2-D2, like, it sounds to me like he's saying, like, what are you talking about? We got to go this, like, this is what we need to do. Like, that's the first moment where I'm like, R2-D2 knows what's up. What are you doing? Like, why are you leaving him? <laughs> uh, so I feel like he does a nice little uh, musical you know, the beeps and boops there have a nice rhythm to it. Don't get technical with me. What mission? What are you talking about? I've just about had enough of you. Something for your family to remember you by. <laughs> Truly. Uh, <laughs> uh, last question in this questionnaire. And we touched upon this a little bit, but in the Michael Tucker Film Festival, what are the four films shown over the course of one day what are the the shining pillars in the michael tucker film festival and i think i know what what these are but i want i want to hear it from you first can you tell me because <laughs> <laughs> well obvious i mean seven is up is up there i would say yeah. jurassic park is probably up there okay. and i mean the funny answer would be Twister, but I don't know if that I don't know if that is one of is actually one of the pillars. Yeah, pro- probably not a pillar. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a good one. I mean, I I know you have you have a you have a love for for Twister. I'm trying to. There's a lot of other funny answers I can come up with, like like what lies beneath somehow appears as one of the one of the <laughs> right. pillars. Um, I'm trying to think because I was doing research for this episode, and you know, I obviously listened to your episode on Jurassic Park because we were doing that with Trisha, and then Star Wars. And then seven, because I know seven was your favorite film of the '90s, if I recall. Yeah, I was gonna say Gone Girl, but I'm not sure if that would, if that I think fits. Girl with Dragon Tattoo would probably be there over Gone Girl because yeah. Girl with Dragon Tattoo is really fun, but it's also like not <laughs> really fun. Also, kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the weirdness, like I watched Seven and Girl with Dragon Tattoo for fun because the filmmaking is so good. It's fun to watch that. Oh, just oodles. Ex Machina would probably Ooh, that's be in a there good one. as like another one of like a recent film that's one of my favorites that I like a lot. Um, Portrait of a Lady on a Fire also keeps popping into my head. <sighs> Problem is that this is like a moving target, but like those are recent movies that are like oh my. That God, sounds like a pretty good. great day of films. I would say yeah, all of those sure. Any last words? Any last closing comments you want to share with us? The force will be with you always, I guess. I don't know. I feel like that would have been a better answer for that uh, for that tombstone question. See, but it's like it's too easy for one. <laughs> I was like, because that's the one that pops in my head, but I'm like, no, people aren't going to spell it. R2D2 will do that. I feel like that's more my personality. I'm on Twitter at Michael Tucker LA. Um, feel free to send me a tweet and say hi. Especially Star Wars related. Yes. <laughs> Tell him you listened to this episode and that you liked what he had to say. Huh? 
That sounds like a pretty good uh, sounds like a pretty good excuse for a tweet. <laughs> I will take it. Michael, thank you so much for being here. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So tell me, what movie would you pair with Star Wars to make a double feature? Do you think R2-D2 is really just Luke Skywalker further along in his character arc? And do you think that Twister should be a pillar in the Michael Tucker personal film festival? Let me know in the free My Favorite Movie Is Discord community. Now, I know most online communities can sound unappealing these days, especially when online discourse in the film community can be just so toxic and hateful and judgmental, but not in the My Favorite Movie Is Discord community. We are a group of positive, passionate movie lovers who want nothing more than to welcome you with open arms and to hear your Star Wars stories. I know, I know, it can be so tough to talk about Star Wars online these days, but not in our group. Whether you loved The Last Jedi or you hated it, whether you loved Rise of Skywalker or hated it, I want to hear from you. Joining our community is completely free of charge, and by joining, you get access to daily discussion prompts, fun contests, and access to our community watch parties, where multiple times a month we'll all get together on Discord and watch a movie together, usually a movie that we cover on our show. No streaming services or watch party apps required on your part. We'll handle the movie streaming. All you need to do is get your butt in the Discord community and join us. Our next community watch party is this upcoming Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's an incredibly special one because we will be joined by our guest for next week's episode. We'll be watching Jurassic Park with Trisha Arand, who is the co-host of Michael's podcast, Beyond the Screenplay. And then the following Monday, she will be on the show to talk about Jurassic Park with me. So it's an incredibly exciting week for us here at My Favorite Movie Is. Join us in the community for the Jurassic Park Watch Party with Trisha Arand, Thursday, June 2nd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then stay tuned for next week when we talk about Jurassic Park right here on the show with Trisha herself. To join us for that community watch party and to be a part of our beautiful, passionate, positive community, all you have to do is click on the link in the show notes. I'll see you there, Nerf Herder. My Favorite Movie Is is a Larry Freed Presents production. This show was created by and is currently hosted and produced by me, Larry Freed. Our sound recordist for this episode was Steven Reyes. Our graphic designer is Monica Sarmiento, and our motion graphics designer is Elton Greenfield. Our theme song, Now and Then, as well as all original music featured on this show, is composed and performed by Matt Gorduke. A special thank you to Michael Tucker for being so generous with his time and for agreeing to be on the show. Uh, Michael, you are a creator and essayist that I have admired for many years now, and so to feature you on my show and get to talk to you about one of my favorite films uh it was just surreal and i do not take this uh opportunity for granted so thank you so much michael for being on the show and a huge shout out to our patrons for helping to make this show possible keith tony mo sean raffi and taylor you are the reason why this is even a thing so thank you so much for your support. If you are interested in supporting My Favorite Movie Is and receiving awesome benefits for your support, including uncut and ad-free versions of every episode of our show, you can visit patreon.com slash podcast and sign up to be a patron today. My name is Larry Freed, and this has been My Favorite Movie Is. <laughs>